is a bloody disgusting podcast network. We gonna carry on and plan the sequel, cause let's face it, baby, these days, you gotta have a sequel. Ah! Welcome back to Micro Queers, to bi-weekly queer horror short roundup, and I'm Joe. And I'm Trace, and we are talking a short film in which a man does not notice that his penis is being bitten off. <laughs> um, he doesn't respond nearly quickly enough, <laughs> considering there's blood spraying all over his face. <laughs> I felt the same way. I was like, oh, he's still reacting like he's having a pleasurable sensation, but his chest is covered in blood. I think the idea was he was supposed to like think that the blood spurt was probably his cum, but like mm-hmm. you would still feel it. You would still feel it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hi everyone. We are talking David Texera's short film play. Period. Pause. Period. Kill. Period. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, does someone get killed in this movie? <laughs> Indeed. Yes. As as he maybe rightfully should, but um... wait, rightfully should? Well, I. Okay, well, we'll we'll get into it. Let me do the synopsis and then. (laughs) So in case you haven't watched the short books, this is about Julie, who is played by Anastasia Hilda. And she is a loner. She spends her Saturday off at home trying to write a new screenplay. But she keeps receiving messages from H, who is played by Lucas Dutroux. And he is someone that she might be interested in. And when she finally succumbs to his charm and invites him over, well, after all, we all need some contact now and then, right? <laughs> I just realized because like his name is Henry and I was like, oh, but it's French. So it's probably Henri, right? It could be Henri. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got confused because the texting was in English, but then everything they said was in uh, French. So I was like, yes. oh, okay, this is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fun brain activity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let, let's revisit the ending since this is another short that is predicated on a twist ending. And I guess the reason that I said he deserves to be killed is because of the way he treats her. So Um, I think there's a boundary between talking dirty to somebody and then being like, yeah, suck it, cunt. Yeah, which is, that's pretty much what he goes, keep sucking, like you dirty cunt or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, mm, see, I kind of read that, well, again. <laughs> You're like, mm, let me justify this. No, 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 because, because it's European, so cunt is not, like, the degrading term that we see it as American. Right, okay. I also did just consider it plain dirty talk, because okay. it, as soon as, when they, when they initiated the sex, he says, you know, oh, I knew you had a kinky side, and she's like, oh, you have no idea. So right. I, I, I read that as, okay, cool, so that was, like, his you're kinky she's like fuck yeah and mm-hmm. it's like cool then dirty cunt is okay I feel reciprocate. <laughs> yeah uh it, it's interesting right i mean this is a relatively brief short it's about 13 minutes long but a lot of it consists of texting between the two of them but i found that there were points where i was lacking some of the context clues that we might have seen in some mm-hmm. other shorts so i didn't know whether they had ever met in real life i you get the impression that she doesn't really know him when she opens the door, but you yeah. don't know how long they've been texting or how well they know each other. So, yeah, I, the, the, 
I did get the impression this was like um, maybe a first or second day of chatting like on okay. one of the apps. I do agree. So I actually don't think this is relatively brief. My main issue was I kind of knew right from the beginning that this girl was going to be a murderer. Okay. And maybe it's because that tends to be the case for so many horror shorts that we watch, queer or otherwise. Oh, and we should point out, the film is not explicitly queer unless you want to do the whole like murderer equals queer person thing. Mm-hmm. But Texera, the, the writer-director is queer. So right. hence the coverage. Yeah. But um. I actually thought it was too long. Like there was too much time spent establishing their kind of establishing their relationship, or at least because it's trying to really um, steer you in one direction and then to make the end more impactful. Mm -hmm. And so we get all this, these shots of her like, okay, so we get the texting in the beginning, but then like, even when she's getting ready, you know, she hears something in the hallway and she's like, she's actively scared. And I'm not saying murderers can't be scared of things, but it felt a little too much like we're trying really hard to convince the viewer that this is an innocent final girl and we're going right. to pull the rug out from under you. Mm-hmm. And because it kind of ended the way I expected it to end, not necessarily with a penis biting scenario. <laughs> I was kind of like, all right, let's move it along. Like, cut, cut like three minutes out of this. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because I also had a sense that this was going to go in the opposite direction because so much was pointing to oh this is a woman in danger she's inviting a man that she maybe doesn't know all that well into her home and you're thinking no don't do that so yeah maybe it's just also because we've seen a lot of shorts that are using these kind of techniques right so we're, we're a little bit more used to it I will say I didn't expect the short to then double back and be so open-ended in the idea that well, did we actually see what we just saw or kind of like we talked about with the latent image last month? Right. Or was this actually just what she is thinking about with her screenplay? That's interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't really read it as um, that. I read it as no, like everything we saw did happen. Okay. It's just rewinding to just show her break the fourth wall and give a little to the audience to be like, ha ha, this okay. is what's going to happen. <laughs> like, this is my plan. You've now seen it. And now the short can end because you know what I actually am capable of. Yeah, so so either yes, it all did happen or it, it's going to happen one way or another. Right. I do love that she's literally writing the screenplay. <laughs> right? She's so old-fashioned. She's an old soul. She does everything by hand. Um, but yeah, I think the performances are good. I think there are a few um, stylistic choices made that I don't fully agree with. Like there's something like um uh, when he walks in and she says something and then she's like, oh, you found it. And I'm like, what is she talking about? Found what? And it she's talking about the corkscrew because right. like we kind of pan over and we can see he's holding a corkscrew. But I was surprised that, like, I don't know, there wasn't like a cut to him holding the corkscrew or like a sh- close-up of the corkscrew or like whatever. Because then I was kind of like, well, you can either do that or just cut that line, which is, kind of rendered unnecessary. I don't know. Little things like that. I like the concept of this. And I do think these two lead performers are good in what they're doing. Yeah, I can definitely see it. I was kind of fixated on some of the color and the music choices. Mm -hmm. Like I saw a couple of reviews that say this feels a little bit Giallo inspired. It's got like a good mixture of kind of tone and atmosphere, considering that we're really just in the one apparently single bedroom apartment. So I would say so. it's, It's doing what it can to keep this space interesting by moving the camera with like lots of pans and that kind of stuff so I appreciated those elements but yeah 
now that I'm reflecting on it and talking about it with you, it it feels like maybe we could have tightened this up a little bit in the editing. Yeah, and I mean, I do like the music in this. I think at some some points, it's a little, I don't want to use the word overbearing, but I do because because at least in the, the first couple of minutes of this, you know, it is very static because we're just watching our character on the couch. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the music is making up for the lack of, I don't know, dynamic camera work for a bit. And that's right. not a bad thing necessarily. I think it's I think it's just something to like attract one of your senses while the other may just be like, Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just looking at this one image right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wonder too how often stuff like this plays in when we're talking about lower budget shorts, mm-hmm. right? Where oh, it's yeah. like we've got one location, we've got just a couple of actors, we're making do with what we have. And as a result, sometimes it's like, I would have done things differently if I had a budget that could allow us to maybe cut back and forth between more places and so on. So it it's an interesting discussion to say is this a budgetary limitation or was this a creative decision? For sure. And unfortunately, as viewers, you know, like we don't always yeah, no. know the, no. the answers to those questions. So we have to just judge the film based on what we, what we are seeing. Right. Of course, if we have a good Wikipedia summary with like, you know, five <laughs> paragraphs of production that says, this is what they did for this and this and this and this, then yeah, but that's not the case here. So uh, overall, I think this is solid. Um, I don't, I don't know if I would watch a feature length version of this. I think you could do it kind of fun where you because she's a horror writer we get the fun reference to i know you did last summer and Mm -hmm. she's like oh who doesn't love sarah michelle geller in that movie the shout out to helen shivers yes which i mean you can tell gay man right there did wrote the screenplay which is great i i I almost wish there was a little bit more of a beat because i think if you flesh this out to feature length you can maybe kind of do like a meta angle on this because she's a horror screenwriter right. she clearly is knowledgeable in horror films mm-hmm. i would like to know more about this about her specifically right but if, if it's if we're talking feature length and it's essentially just like i don't like oh here's your final girl oops psych twist ending she's a killer right. i don't know if i want that i would rather have like maybe the end of the, the first act is the reveal i don't know and we see okay. what happens after Yeah, I could see it because initially, because of course we always ask this question, I thought "Mm, I could see this stretched out to maybe like a 25 minute or 30 and just kind of like play with it a little bit more. Like if you've got a bigger budget, you can do a bit more with it. But as you were talking, I thought, this reminds me of the movie The Columnist with Katja Herbert from Evil, where she is a woman who basically starts to stalk men who respond badly to this weekly column that she has in the newspaper. Hmm. And so I'm imagining, oh, maybe it's every time she gets writer's block, she seeks out people to kill her, or sorry, every time she gets writer's block, she seeks out men to kill so that she can be inspired to write the next part. So you're like watching her, she develops her skills as a murderer, but also as a writer. And that could be interesting. Sorry, I stopped listening to you because I was immediately going to I know, you were like, Katya Herber, I love her in evil. <laughs> I was like, the columnist, Katya Herber, oh my god, what is this? And I'm looking at the poster, I'm like, this looks awesome. Sorry, yeah, it's really not, good. <laughs> not related. Um, no, I, 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 I could I could see that. I, yeah, I, th- I think, honestly, a black comedy is probably the way to take this, too. I think it needs to <laughs> not take itself seriously. And I think that might have been my, like, my issue with the tone of this, is that I got the impression that the movie thought that this reveal at the end was a big it's reveal. It's a bigger deal. Yeah. Yes. And that was my only kind of beef. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't play it like that. Honestly, I, I almost wish it would have been like, let's just play it kind of darkly comedic and mm-hmm. let's not bury the lead with what this ending is. Right. Yeah. Or even, you know, she kills him and then we go to the closet and she's got six more bodies. Yeah. Stuck yeah. To death or something. Something fun like that. So yeah, I mean, overall, it's not my favorite short that we've covered. I think there's, I think there's a lot of good things in it, um, mm-hmm. but it's fine. I think it's fine. 
yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I think there's things that could have been done a little bit differently, but overall, it's another good chart. There you go. Well, everyone, uh, I guess then that will wrap up this week's micro queers. So stay tuned for another two weeks for another one. Uh, but on that note, we can cross out play, pause, kill. Indeed. Yes. And wrap up. Nope. <laughs> cross out micro queers. <laughs> Disgusting Podcast Network, home of creepy, more disturbing, and terrifying creepy pastas. SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and the Boo Crew. Horror-centric interviews. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com/slash podcasts.